You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Wednesday, November sixth. It is. Uh, it's a good day. Two good stories lined up in mm. in just a moment. Um, we get to share the story of a a school that was impacted in a, a very devastating way by a recent tornado, but mm. um, but thriving and doing well and moving forward. So we're going to share that story with you in, in just a moment. And uh, we also get to check in on some of our short term teams. Uh, kind of exciting mm. today. Um, move, switching it up a little bit. Uh, talking about youth. Traveling, traveling and serving on an international team. So we'll check in with Ann Gonzalez coming up in the second half of the program. And just a reminder, tomorrow um, tomorrow is an exciting day. We get uh, coffee. We get coffee on the coffee hour, hanging out with Sacred Grounds Coffee Truck, uh, making their way to the International Center tomorrow. So um, hopefully it, weather will yeah. will <laughs> will um, will cooperate and we'll get to be outside it's at the coffee truck with rain. them. Yes, yeah, so hopefully that'll all work or out. Snowing, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks to Concordia <laughs> University Wisconsin for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about Concordia University Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. Joining us by phone, David Bangert. He's executive director of Dallas Lutheran School. David, thank you so much for being our guest on the coffee hour. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, to hearing your story and uh, and learning more about Dallas Lutheran School and um, just the the uh, how the the tornado made a difference uh, in in your community in your school recently. Before we even get into that, um, for listeners not familiar with um, you know the just the climate and the, and the, how things work in Dallas, how common are tornadoes in the Dallas area? <laughs> Well, I'm in my 12th year down here, and there's probably one a year, I would say. Mm-hmm. But um, this was the most powerful. I was in EF3 that uh, hit our school. That was one of 11 tornadoes that night. And uh, it was the most powerful and most expensive one in 45 years in Dallas. Wow. So what was the impact of this tornado on on your community and, and particularly on your school and the neighborhood where your school is? Sure. Our, we have about 175 7th uh, through 12th graders at our school. And um, it, it, the tornado hit Sunday night about uh, 9.30, 10 o'clock, which uh, is the only, probably the only night that or day that we don't have anything going on on campus. So so the first thing, it was, it was a great blessing that, that it, it came when it did. And um, we have a, um, a school... Uh, classroom building that we have not been able to use since that came. It tore off the roof, it tore off a wall, um, created some other structural damage. Uh, And in addition to that building, we have two gyms and a large um, hall area. Those buildings were mainly cosmetic, but also had some air conditioners moved. All of the fencing around our athletic fields, our scoreboard, it all disappeared. Uh, and we still don't know where the scoreboard is, actually. Uh, somebody has it in their backyard, I suppose. Um, but um, it, it, it caused us to, uh, we had no power for 48 hours, and we completely, uh, obviously completely shut school down. Uh, so uh, luckily, none of our teachers' uh, homes or staff were affected, and the three of our families had significant damage. Uh, the neighborhood, we had just had a severe storm, windstorm back in June, that we already had an insurance claim out on, and uh, now we've got this one on top of it. So it's been a rough uh, few months in this area. 
How is this uh, damage affecting the daily uh, routine of school? <laughs> Obviously, well, quite a bit. We don't have a routine anymore. <laughs> 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 what, um, well, what we did, it, it happened on a, on, a, on a Thursday, I mean, excuse me, a Sunday. On Tuesday, I met with the faculty and said, hey, we got some work ahead of us. On Wednesday night, we invited all of our families, parents, everybody to a uh, uh, local congregation where I spoke and kind of laid out some of our thoughts. And, I, and my goal from the beginning, uh, along with the board, was to try and get kids back on campus because this is their home. And um, our our school building, quite frankly, where the classrooms were, I've never heard anybody say they came because of our building. Uh, they always come because most schools um, that I know of that are good schools, they come because of the people and the teachers. And so we wanted to get that family atmosphere going again and so actually on thursday after the um tornado we started virtual classes all of our students are required to have ipads anyhow and our teachers all use google classroom and so we just started the teachers started teaching from home and the kids and and the kids started staying home and learning and that went on until today and actually it's um well actually yesterday on tuesday uh was our first day back in school and um so we uh, we took one of our gyms and turned it into six temporary classrooms. We've got some other areas around campus outside of our main classroom building that we've turned into classrooms. I'm actually sitting in our main hall up above everybody in the lighting booth. We moved our offices over here behind a black um, curtain, and we're just finding our art room is behind the stage. We're just we're just using every space we have. And we're adapting some things. The kids are back today. Everybody's so excited to be back and see their friends and everything. So, but it's, it's, we don't have normal anymore. Um, and it could change tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It could change next week. We just don't know. We're adapting. We're running on a fly. But I do know that we need to stay together as a family and a community. Mm-hmm. How has the, the community, the school community, the families, how have, how have you all um, banded together in this time to, in order to move forward? Sure. Actually, two days after it happened, we had about 30 volunteers moving our library because that was one of the areas that we had unexpected skylights in. Uh, and um, so we moved everything out um, because we knew rain was coming, which actually the night of the storm, two hours later, the thunderstorms went through. And we had just as much damage because the rain came through the holes in the roof. Uh, and then we had another rainstorm later that week. Uh, and so we had about 30 volunteers that day. And the following Saturday, we had over 165 volunteers, not just from our school families, but from church families from the neighborhood came in and helped us uh, clean up a lot of the debris. Uh, and so those ways they came together, the, the families have been incredibly supportive, um, both with their messages and their prayers, and, and people are bringing in lunch and just doing things for us. And uh, frankly, I, I like to make the community even larger down here in Dallas, our school is only about 25 to 30% uh, Lutheran. And so that Wednesday night, I tried to explain to them how we're part of a large Lutheran school community across the country. And we've been getting donations from all over the country. Uh, a lot of my friends that are administrators at other ALSS, at other high schools, ALSS um, schools have been, their schools are doing things. Um, they're dressing up in our school colors. They're having penny wars. They're doing all kinds of stuff to get us some financial support. Um, so it's not just our community here, but it's the Lutheran community of schools across the country that has pitched in. And we hear from people all over the country, and they're sending monetary gifts as well. And how was that received by those? You, you mentioned you know, that uh, about, what, 75% of your, your students and families um, do not come from uh, Lutheran congregations. 
how was that received when they they realized you know that that you're part of something bigger? Uh, they were amazed. Actually, I think they <laughs> thought we were just this little school just sitting out there by ourselves, and uh, you know that that's darn a lot of. I, I spent most of my career. Uh, I'm from the Midwest. I was in the Milwaukee area for 26 years before coming down here to take this uh, this call, and uh, it's a whole different world down here. I'm constantly explaining to people what Lutherans are and what they believe. Uh, we're no, we're not a cult. Uh, and, and explain things to them. And so just the idea that we're intertwined with people all over the world. Um, our district president stopped by, uh, and, and uh, uh, President Newman stopped by two days after the tornado, and he said he had gotten a, uh, he had gotten an email or a text from President Harrison, who was in Germany at the time, and, and he said to say, uh, you know, there's prayers were with us. And I mentioned that kind of stuff to the gathering, and they were kind of stunned, actually. I think is probably the word. And some there were some people... Um, crying, I mean, not, you know, not bawling or anything, but you could just see there were tears. And the idea that there was this other group of support out there was pretty important. And, and we're, we're kind of going with, um, we've kind of made a theme from Nehemiah, and we're just calling it rebuild, uh, excuse me, rise up, rebuild, and rejoice. And uh, that's kind of what we're going with. And uh, it's been a, a positive experience. The blessings have greatly outnumbered the drawbacks at this point. It, it certainly sounds like it, and, and mm-hmm. you have a, a, you know, it seems like a, a, a very positive attitude about it in in light of you know the the, the great devastation. Uh, and, and I don't know if we've mentioned yet or not that that there were there were no injuries sustained and no one um, died right. as a result of these tornadoes. Correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, there was some injuries in the city, but nothing nothing substantial, and and. Uh, it's easy, I think, for us to, in any situation, for us to kind of dwell on what happened to us. But when you drive around some of the neighborhoods here and you see the people that are still without houses and homes, and it's just, um, I've never been in a in a tornado like this before, and it's just amazing. But I don't know, I'm just not one, and our school is not one to just sit there and, and and mope about it and say, oh, woe is me. I just don't see the point in it. That's wasted energy. And I don't think it's what God calls us to do. Um, our teachers, and I told them, you know, I, another great Old Testament story that people like to refer to is Esther. And I said, hey, we're the right people right now. We don't have to like it, but uh, we're here because we need to be here and we're called to be here and we're going to do the job. So how how will you be moving forward? Uh, what are the next steps for Dallas sure. Lutheran School? Well, the, the next step is we're, we're going to get some actual portables. We have a large enough field area that we're going to use about half of the field for portables and move into there. So it's, again, another step forward. That's my goal is keep moving forward. And we'll be in there until we figure out whether we're going to um, rebuild the school or tear it down and start a new one. And we just don't know. I, I get that. I get that asked that question a couple times a day. <laughs> and there is no answer yet because we're really only two weeks out from the tornado. And there's a lot of work to be done with the insurance company and what they think we should do and, and all of that kind of stuff. But um, the next step is hopefully within the next month or so we'll have portables. But that, again, I tell people, I don't know. It could be two months, you know. Um, it's, just, it's, it's the next step, and we'll get there. And the step after that will be the whole decision on what we'll do with, uh, with the classroom building and then go forward from there. 
How has a, a situation like this provided opportunities for the students, the families, the, the faculty and staff to uh, to serve in the community? It sounds like uh, you have a good plan for the, the school and, and how to continue moving forward with the education, the, the Christ-centered education. Sure. How, how does an opportunity like this provide opportunities for the school to serve in the community? It's interesting that you ask that because twice a year we take a day in our entire um, all of our students, all of our faculty and staff, we empty out the building and we go and do service projects all around um, the Dallas area from uh, tutoring to helping people build ramps at their houses to helping at grade schools to going to um, home for the elderly, all kinds of different things, food banks. And uh, Wednesday is one of those days. And one of our first questions was, should we still do this? And even before we knew we'd back on, be back on campus, we said, yeah, we should, because the point is, it doesn't matter what happened to us. There's there's a reason for us to go out and serve others and to help in the community. So we're doing that service project. We're doing it anyhow. Everybody will be off campus doing things in the Dallas area because, I, I don't know, it's, it's a great way to reach out and understand that even when you've got your own problems, and obviously everyone does, hopefully it's not a tornado, but even when you have your own problems, uh, we're called to reach out and help others. And that's what we're going to do tomorrow, despite what's going on in our building. Any needs that you have uh, immediate or in the future that, uh, that to share with our listeners? Uh, no, specifically, uh, we were, you know, our, our, most of our classroom stuff was undamaged. Um, and, and our, our faculty came through it. Okay. in their houses, uh, at this point, we don't know what we need yet, <laughs> sure. and, uh, and until we take the next steps, um, and, and as is the case not only with us, but with anybody who's been through something like this, surely insurance isn't going to cover everything, so the, the financial help we've been getting has been great, but specific needs outside of that, at some point I think we'll have some, but right now it's, it's difficult to identify them. David Bangard, Executive Director, Dallas Lutheran School. Thank you so much for sharing your story. God bless you in uh, your endeavors to uh, to rebuild after the tornado. Thank you. Again, I appreciate the time to get our story out there a little bit, but uh, we're just going to uh, rise up, rebuild, and rejoice. Thanks for joining us for the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Ta-ta-ta.